Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. another soul driven episode. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, Akashic Soul Channel, and your host. And I am pumped to continue diving into this Akashic series with you, nerding out on the Akashic records, just kind of, you know, demystifying it a little bit more. So if you haven't checked out the previous two episodes, make sure to do so. We talked about what the Akashic Records are, my relationship with the Akasha, what you can learn in the Akashic Records, my two favorite ways to work within the records, and today we've got a bigger episode because there's quite a bit to dive into when it comes to this question, who can access the Akashic Records, and I'm going to be coming at it from a couple of different angles, so don't forget that if you have questions along this journey and or are really you know, listening to this series and you're like, oh, but what about this? Or what about this? Like, be sure to reach out to me, like send me a note, send me your question. If it's something that I don't end up answering within this series, that doesn't mean that I can't make a little side episode and really dive in on it as well. So feel free. My doors are open. So before we dive in today, just a quick reminder that the doors are open to an Akashic journey with the body, which is a six-week fully channeled Akashic Record course to revolutionize your relationship, our relationship with the body. We're going to be diving in deep for six weeks. We'll be meeting three of those weeks, but there's going to be beautiful channeled content that is shared every week, teachings. We're going to be going through activations to clear out blocks, clear out energy that is standing in the way of us having a relationship with our body. Plus, we are just going to be diving so deep on our body in general from a metaphysical sense. I've never seen anything like this before. Quite frankly, I don't believe it's out there. This isn't information you'll find in medical books or science journals or, you know, amongst wellness influencers. This is coming at it from a heart-centered approach. I really am a big geek (laughs) in human design. I'm a one three and that one, that first line loves to go deep on topics. So this is going to be such a gorgeous journey. Early bird is available right now, but I think only for about a week or so more. So be sure to dive into that um, and feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions. All right, so let's dive in. Who can access the Akashic Records? So again, the short answer here is anyone. All right, but let's go ahead and, and, and take some many steps back. So the Akashic Records, as I have spoken about before, are everything. They've always existed. They always will exist. As long as energy exists, which it's, 
<laughs> energy is life, energy is everything, there will always be Akashic Records. So the Akashic Records have always been open and available. But I'm sure that when you learned about all of the different things that you could discover in the Akashic Records, you can understand that a tool like the Akashic Records could be very dangerous in the hands of someone who is wielding that power for their benefit. And we can look at, you know, a lot of organized religions for a perfect example of that in today's day and age, right? And when I say organized religions, I say religions that have rules and constructs about what is right and what is wrong, who separate people who say, you're not able to do this because of this and that. You know what I'm saying? We've seen a lot over hundreds of thousands of years of people in power who've had information and used it for their benefit to separate people, to do all kinds of things. So for the longest time, the Akashic Records were only privy to a very few on the planet. And I've been shown Atlantean, Atlantean times. I was actually a high priestess for many, many, many lifetimes through Atlantis. And the high priests and high priestesses during those times were the sole ones on the planet who had access to the Akashic Records. And they were given this privilege because they were the true servants of the people. And it's, it's interesting, you know, like when we think about high priest, high priestess, like we're, you know, we think about kings and queens and or presidents or, you know what I'm saying, like these rulers. And that may be true in today's present time, but in those times and in that civilization in particular, it was very much about a circle. While there was hierarchy, the hierarchy was not set up the way it is today. And in fact, I have seen many parts of my lifetimes during that. And my sole purpose on the planet was to serve the people, to take care of them, to heal them, to share information and knowledge with them. We were the complete caretakers of the people. We didn't marry. We had very like kind of strict lives. Like we we, we, again, we were in service of the people. So it was a, it was a big responsibility that we had on our shoulders because we were that sole connection between the earth and what was happening on the earth and the people on the earth and the universe, God, our guides outside of this, other interdimensional beings. And so again, it was a very big responsibility. And so back in, you know, in these sorts of times, we were the only ones who had the capacity to access the Akashic Records. Moving forward, it has stayed very, very focused on the very few. There are not many references to working within the Akashic Records, although all of the major religions talk about the Akashic Records in their own way. Within the Bible, they call it the Book of Life. Um, it is discussed in other religions as well. So it wasn't really until the last very few 100, 150 years when the Akashic Records started becoming more available to humans on the planet. And that's simply because we were starting to evolve as a species. We were starting to come into our more awareness about 
our lives, our bodies, our feelings. I mean, if you think back just a couple of generations to like, you know, our our grandparents, their parents, things like boundaries were not a thing, right? We have come so far and we still have a long way to go. But because the planet has been evolving, the ability to access the Akashic Records has become more and more available. So Edgar Cayce is one of the first really big names that that uh, is very famous in connection with the Akashic Records. He, um, he was a psychologist. He was also um, a clairvoyant, and he would channel constantly. He would actually channel unconsciously. <laughs> um, and what's interesting about his his uh, channelings, if you will, is that they all were, if you ever check them out, they're in this like King James tone. And quite frankly, quite difficult to digest. This was because he would read through the entire King James Bible every year of his life. And so for whatever reason, that was the language, the the tone that came through when he channeled. But he I mean, you can, there is like an Edgar Casey organization, um, a physical one, I believe in Virginia or West Virginia. I always get those two mixed up, but he has countless books, countless um, teachings and writings and channelings from the Akashic Records. He really worked with people to heal them on many different levels. You know, people would come to him with ailments and he would go into the Akashic Records and find out what they needed to do and or heal them directly. And then you know, move on to the next. He's a very interesting character. He was someone who really did his very best to stay true to to what he believed was really uh, his God connection. He wanted to be a pure channel. He wanted to make sure that he wasn't, his ego wasn't getting in the way of the information that he was channeling. So very interesting life and man to dive into. Um, the next kind of really big figure that, that again, is known in the modern world is Linda Howe. And the book that I read, you know, when I first started reading the Akashic Records is by Linda Howe. And she was introduced, I don't fully remember her story, but she was introduced to the Akashic Records. And then after spending time with them was then led to write the pathway prayer, which is the prayer that I utilize when I'm teaching the Akashic Records to beginners. And I highly recommend folks to enter the Akashic Records with the pathway prayer, especially when they're first starting out because, well, I won't get into that too much just yet, but Linda Howe was really led and guided to bring the Akashic Records into the modern world in a very easy and acceptable and um, just easy way, quite frankly. If you read her book, she makes it seem like it's absolutely nothing (laughs) and not in a way that, that pushes you off, but she just makes it very accessible to folks. Now, she also has a school and and has teachers all over the world who who teach her particular um you know, beginners and advanced courses. She does one on healing. She's written several books. Um and those are available. So those are just a couple of the people that actually were given this opportunity. And by the time Linda Howe came into the picture, one of the things that was shown to her was 
it is time to bring the Akashic records to the people, basically, to show that it is time for others to come in, to have access to this information, to utilize it in their own life or for the lives of others. And that the way that it was closed off before is just not so anymore. This was, I believe, right in the 1970s, right around there when when things started shifting. Um, and, and don't... <laughs> Uh, I I get dates and numbers mixed up quite frequently. But if you think about what was happening on the planet at that point in time, right, we had just gone through the 60s, the Vietnam War, like our planet was really, truly starting to awaken. And new age was coming into the picture, you know, people were starting to realize that they were intuitive, that they have gifts, Um, psychics were coming on board in a very different way, astrology, you know, it was a real time of awakening on the planet. So that's when things started shifting. So um, what do you need to access the Akashic Records? Again, the short answer is nothing. I mean, And that is coming from a perspective of someone who has really spent time building a relationship with the Akashic Records and understanding the Akashic Records. So as I mentioned just a moment ago, I I first initially learned with the Pathway Prayer written by Linda Howe. It is what I recommend to folks. You know, there's a lot of things online about you know, like meditations and these sorts of things where people will lead you into the Akashic Records. And I just have to say that it's really important, especially when working with energy and working with energy within the Akashic Records, that I believe that it is best to utilize tools that have come from people who are specifically, you know, their purpose is really to teach others how to work within the Akashic Records. Now, you can do as you wish. Um, there are a lot of people that I have, you know, I've purchased their books. I've done some of their mini trainings. Um, they also kind of have their own prayers. And to be quite frank with you, it is not all the same. Not at all. There's a lot of different prayers on the planet from different folks. And each one takes you into a different place within the Akashic Records. So the Pathway Prayer specifically was really created with very specific sound codes in place. This was a channeled prayer that she was given. And again, I've spent quite a bit of time trying out different prayers, going about it in different ways. And um, I believe that this is really the best way in which to begin entering the Akashic Records, getting to know the energy The more time that you spend with it, you will either be guided to other prayers, you will be given your own prayer, and eventually you won't need the prayer because you will come to know the energy so much. So I started off with the pathway prayer, then I was given a prayer by another master Akashic reader that I've used for years and I still utilize with clients, but I am absolutely at that point where I do not need a prayer in order to access the Akashic records. So... But these prayers, um, especially the one from Linda Howe, really have some beautiful things in place to ensure that your ego is stepped aside. Because what happens with a lot of these meditations is that you can be working with guides who are not fully in the Akashic Records and or do not have your highest and best in mind. Um, or you can be working with your own ego. Um, there's a number of things that can kind of, you know, there's just a lot of variables there. So I really believe that it's a great place to start, 
you know, everybody's different. And of course, do what feels most aligned with you. But that is always what I would suggest. You know, whenever you're learning something new, it's best to really stick to some guidelines by someone that you trust and know. And then once you feel comfortable, like make it a mess, create your own, do your own thing. You know, that's what I did. I followed the guidelines in the beginning. I listened to the, you know, um, the things that were in place, the boundaries and all of that. And, you know, some of them I agreed with, some of them I did not. And then I made it my own. I went through beginner trainings and advanced trainings. I've done quite a few over the years. So this would always be my recommendation for folks. You can also access the Akashic Records um, via a pendulum. Um, and yeah, you can do it through meditations. But again, it really these things really come more so with time once you have gotten used to the energy within the Akashic Records. So... Um, why might you struggle accessing the Akashic Records? This is this is a big, a big question, okay? So first of all, I think a lot of, I think there's a lot of expectation about, you know, working with your psychic gifts, understanding what the psychic world is. You know, we, we've got a lot of programming from TV and magazines and things like this that say like, you know, that give us this impression that, we're just going to like start seeing things and, and, and knowing what's going on or channeling or it's going to be instantaneous. And if it's not big and obvious, then it's not working. And that's just not the case. Intuition is very soft and subtle. And we all have gifts. We are all intuitive. We are all psychic. But these are muscles that we haven't utilized throughout our life. So they're muscles that we have to grow and that we have to build. So when coming to the Akashic Records, one of the things that might prevent you from accessing the Akashic Records is being in a low vibrational place. Um, I have in, in I've done so many workshops with folks and I've had a couple of times in workshop where people weren't able to access the Akashic Records. Um, one of them was a girl whose mother had just passed away like two weeks prior and she was really going through a process of grieving and the record shared with her, it's important for you to allow this process to come through you more. Apparently, she wasn't, again, she just wasn't allowing herself to go there and to feel these things. So she had all of this energy that was really blocked and, and stuck inside of her body that needed to be released first. Now, she was able to go into the Akashic Records, I believe, like two weeks after this and um, I've also been in trainings before where other people haven't been able to access the Akashic Records because there was some someone that they needed to forgive. So when working with the Akashic Records, if you are accessing the records and they're sharing something with you very specific, it may be because you need to release something or you need to forgive something or there's some sort of action that needs to be taken, they will let you know. And the thing is, is that Whatever that thing is, is usually something that you can move through very quickly. So you can try going back in the following week or the week after that. The Akashic Records don't have an ego, don't have, you know, any of these human constructs or, or personality traits. So they're not going to be like, hey, you're just here. You can't come in. <laughs> That's not what it's about. The Akashic Records are love. I mean, it's it's such a beautiful, loving energy. And it's so high vibrational, which is part of the reason why it takes time for our systems to really acclimate to it. But barring that, 
what I can say to you is that if you are using a tool like the pathway prayer, once you say that prayer, regardless of whether or not you think you are in the Akashic Records, you are in the Akashic Records. It's a matter of getting very quiet and tuning in and seeing what is there for you, seeing if the energy has shifted, like really going to, okay, am I seeing something? Am I feeling something? Is there something in my mind? And grabbing onto these things. There's a number of, of different methods here. Of course, I'm, I'm not here to teach you how to read the Akashic Records in this episode, but I just wanted to let you know that the mind really likes to jump in when we are, especially when we are just beginning to work with, you know, different modalities, whether it could be Reiki, it could be the Akashic Records, it could be even tarot. The mind likes to jump in and be like, oh, you don't know, nothing's happening, blah, blah, blah. And you just have to let that fade away and open yourself up to whatever it is that is here for you. Everyone has access to the Akashic Records in this day and age. It really comes down to whether or not you truly seek to know, seek to learn, seek to be a part of. And here's the thing, the Akashic Records are not for everyone. Not because, you know, they're better or anything like that. We're all a we are all attracted to our own modalities or to the modalities that are most aligned with us and our energy and our purpose in this lifetime. And so if you are really drawn to the Akashic Records, you enjoy, you know, the forecast messages on this podcast um, or my teachings or anything like that, and yet you don't feel the need to access them for yourself. Awesome. There's no need to. Do what is best for you. Always, always, always honor and don't feel any pressure to be something that you are not. So in summation, (laughs) who can access the Akashic Records now? Everyone. But of course, you know, it's, it's, it's such a fascinating type of thing. This is a muscle and it took me time and practice and continuously showing up. I knew that my relationship with the Akashic Records was special, even though I went through many periods of not feeling like I was getting anywhere, not fully knowing if I was doing the right thing. I just kept going, kept showing up, and this is where I'm at today. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone else who can benefit from it. Leave me a review on iTunes, Spotify. So helpful for getting this information out there and for helping me to grow this podcast. Also, again, if you have questions, if there are things that popped up for you and you're like, I don't know about this, like, please feel free to reach out to me. My DMs are always open. I really enjoy talking with you. Shoot me an email at souldrivenpodcast at gmail.com. I'm here sending you so much love and I'll be back to dive into our next Akashic series episode. Who are you communicating with in the Akashic Records? All right. Sending much love and don't forget when we invest in ourselves, the world 